Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of Hoop Talk. The play-in tournament starts on Tuesday and the actual playoffs start on Saturday, May 22nd. So we're just going to talk about the matchups that are going to be going on in the Western Conference and the Eastern Conference. And we'll also talk about some other stuff going around the league. So Mohamed, why don't you just start us off with uh, the matchups that are going on right now in both conferences. Okay, so as you know, the NBA has, or maybe you don't know, maybe that's why you're listening, you know, the greatest NBA podcast in the world. Um, Thanks. There's, there's a play-in tournament now, and it's kind of complicated, so we're going to try our best to explain it. So, the Lakers are playing Golden State, which is a solid game. It's going to be on ESPN on Wednesday. You guys should go watch that. Memphis versus San Antonio. I don't think they care as much. Indiana versus Charlotte should be a fun game. And Boston versus Washington. Those are the play-in games. But the mat- the confirmed matchups that we have so far for the higher seeds are Clippers versus Dallas. Denver versus Portland. The the Knicks that sounds really weird versus Atlanta, <laughs> and they have a home court advantage. Isn't that crazy? Like, what is going on, man? They they not only made the playoffs, but they have home court advantage. Let's talk about uh, let's first talk about the playing games, and then we'll go into the other matchups. So, uh, I think the the one that uh, most people are excited about is the Lakers versus the Warriors, and uh, I think people are excited about this one because they like seeing the Lakers lose, and a lot of people think the Lakers will lose this game, which um, which actually isn't um, very. It's not a very outlandish claim. Um, mm. Yeah, I know the Lakers are fully healthy now, except for uh, oh yeah, Jared Dudley's back, so the Lakers are good. Let's go. On that part. Uh, the benches will be very warm now, and uh, Jared but the, the thing with the Warriors is that Steph Curry has been on a tear lately, and he has the potential to drop fifty every night. But yeah, it's gonna that that's that matchup is gonna be pretty interesting. So the process with this with with this uh, with the play-in tournament Ooh, is I want to explain. Okay, yeah, you should do that. Okay, so the Lakers and Golden State are the two higher seeds. They're 7 and 8, while Memphis San Antonio is 9 and 10. So Memphis San Antonio, whoever loses that game does not get a second chance. So if theoretically if Memphis loses, they go on to play the loser of whoever loses the Golden like if Golden State loses, which is going to happen, they're going <laughs> they're going to face the winner of the Memphis San Antonio game. And whoever wins the Golden State Lakers game will face Phoenix. So whoever wins the 7-8 and eight game, which is the Lakers and Warriors game in the West, whoever wins that is automatically in the playoffs. Yes. But whoever and loses has a second chance. Yeah. But then they have to play a really hard team. No, I mean, I like, if they lose and they have a second chance... Then they win that game. And they win that, then, yeah, then they're playing Utah, which is pretty tough. But, hey... They're Mormon, so... Um, so what do you think about the Nuggets versus Portland matchup? Do you think the Portland could pull off an upset? Well, I don't know if it's really an upset anymore since Murray's out, but... Yeah. 
I'd say, I mean, I think it's a balanced playoff series now. I think it depends on, I think Michael Porter Jr. is going to matter a lot. Really? And I think, yes. And I think Yusuf Nurkic is going to matter a lot. I think Nurkic's defense on Jokic matters. And I think if MPJ can be the secondary scorer after Jokic, I think that matters too. Those are my two players to look out for. It's a new segment called Two Players to Look Out For. Interesting. Yeah. (laughs) There's a rematch in the East uh, with the Bucks and the Heat. They played in last year's playoffs. I think it was the second round. Yes, it was the second round of the playoffs where uh, the Bucks lost five or four to one in the series and um i they're looking to get redemption this series yeah miami miami looks pretty solid even though they had a they had a rough start and a rough middle but they've been having a really strong end of the season like push for the playoffs but i think do you think the bucks are better than last year i mean chris middleton shows up a little more often and they don't have Eric Bledsoe, so those are, those are, those are two yeah. pluses. Now they have Drew Holiday instead of him, so I think that's a yeah. major upgrade. And I also think if Giannis plays the way he did in that next in that Nets game, I think it's a I think it's a, it's a four two series. Four two, okay. Yeah, I think it's four two. Uh, oh yeah, we forgot to do the prediction for the Nuggets Trailblazers. What what's your uh, prediction for that one? Um, I'm going either six or seven. Uh, six or seven. I'm hoping Portland wins, but I'm guessing hmm. Denver's gonna win. For me, I want to say Portland's gonna win this one. All right. And I think it's gonna be in Game Seven. You think Damian Lillard's gonna step back, and he's going to extend his hand, like Michael Jordan did in Space Jam, from the half court line and dunk it. You know, I actually think McCollum is going to be the deciding factor in this series. Obviously, Dame's going to be Dame. He's going to score 30-plus every night. But uh, McCollum's got to do his part, too. Um, and I remember, I think it was... It wasn't last year. It was the year before that, uh, the, where the Nuggets played the the Blazers. What? It might have been in the first, first round. round or the second first round. round yeah. First round. The, se- the Nuggets and, were the uh, second seed, and then Blazers were the seventh seed. Yeah, and the Blazers upset them in seven games with uh with a shot from McCollum CJ that McCollum. basically ended it. Yeah. So And then LeBron tweeted about off. it. He did. Yeah. It was it was a very LeBron tweet. There was a lot of emojis, a lot of caps letters. <laughs> <laughs> the next matchup we have is the Knicks versus the Hawks. Um, I really like this. I, I this is this yeah. is the only series I'm gonna pay attention to with the East. Me too. This is like, this is what you want to watch. I think because no one really expected them to be the fourth and fifth seed, maybe seven yeah. or eight. So my prediction for this series for this series is. Serious. I mean, I like the Knicks. I like Randall, uh, and I think they are gonna win in six games. I would have to agree with you. I think it's five games, though. Five games, okay. I think Trey Young's going to shoot 35% from the field, and he's going to have doubters going into next year, and he's going to prove some people wrong next year, but some people are still very stuck in an old-headed mentality, 
So they're not going to accept that he can have a good year and like shoot below 40% from three. That's my, and then the year after that, he's going to make all NBA first team. Wow. Okay. And if I get all of this right, then the podcast has to blow up. Okay. Yeah. I'm fine with that. All right, then. Uh, if the Knicks were to win that series, they would probably play the Sixers if they didn't choke yep. the one seed. But um, but that that would be a tough matchup for the Knicks. So I think I think Knicks fans should be grateful that they even they made, made the it playoffs. playoffs. Yeah. yeah, and, and they you have, have some solid banner. players. Yeah. If they win, if they win the first round, then the Knicks should like hang a banner or something. They should retire Julius Randle's jersey. Yeah, like <laughs> for getting out of the first round. Yeah. They should retire like every every player on that team, every player on that team's jersey. Yeah. Especially Derrick Rose. Yeah. Who's back on the Knicks after leaving the Knicks? And yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. the next series that's set for right now before the play-in is Dallas and the Clippers. I will, um, all right. I want to talk about this series. I'm excited for this series. Yeah. I want to see what happens. So here's okay. my prediction. I think that Dallas has a very good chance of beating this team. Really? I think so. Better than last year where they lost four two. Better than last year. And but the main thing is, Kristaps Porzingis has to be able to move at more than two miles per hour, and if he can do that, <laughs> then we'll be fine. And I think that, I think that Kawhi, I think Kawhi's not going to have amazing defense on him because last year was mostly Maxi Kleba, who guarded him, but now, he's not. He has an Achilles thing or whatever, so they're probably going to have Richardson. Or, uh, whatever, uh, I don't know the other guy's name. I forgot. Um, on him. Yeah, Finney Smith. Yeah. Not Hardaway Jr. He can't play defense. No, but also Hardaway Jr. Hardaway Jr. scores 17 points per game and shoots eight threes. And he's also, he's kind of a solid bailout player on offense for the Mavericks. Because when, you know, when it's not Luka time, which is basically the first three quarters, then he bails them out on a lot of possessions. And also, I think Chris Porzingis has a size advantage over Paul George, who I'm guessing is going to be guarding him. Unless they put, like, Morris on him, which I think is a bad idea. And I think if he makes those, like, those short short 11-foot to 15-foot jumpers, then it will be solid. Hmm. I'm a Dallas Mavericks fan now, and I really hope that the Clippers get eliminated <laughs> in the first round. <laughs> If they do, I think Kawhi's going to leave in free agency. There's no way he signs another deal. Really? You th- where do you think he's yeah. going to go? Uh, the Knicks. The Knicks? You think he's going... <laughs> I-, <laughs> I just... I, it, it's a know? possibility, though. And I know. Dame I, that, comes, that's the Dame, thing now. Dame comes that's there, the too. Dame is not leaving. Imagine, imagine Dame, Kawhi, and Randall. Woo! Wow. It's like the Nets 2.0. Um, but yeah, anyways, what is your prediction for this series? Um, I say six games, Mavericks. Six games, okay. I say uh, six games, Clippers. I'm not a Clippers fan, don't worry. I'm just being real here. 
Sorry, guys. Um, I can't believe you. <laughs> we're going to lock up uh, Kawhi. He's going to miss every single mid-range jumper, and he's going to disappear in Game 7 like he did last year. And then Paul George is going to hit the side of the backboard the entire series. Even if he's shooting from half court, he's still going to find a way to hit the side of the backboard. He's that bad. <laughs> Pandemic P is coming back. Paul George will single-handedly bring back the coronavirus. Mark my words. <laughs> oh, my God, bro. Imagine. Case all these guys skyrocketing. Honestly, like the vaccine will stop working. <laughs> if you've noticed, uh, we've left out four other uh, matchups, but that's because they haven't been decided yet since the playing tournament is still going on. But I'll just go over it real quickly. So um, in the West, the Utah is the number one seed. Basically, the winner of the nine and ten seed in the West and the loser of the seven and eight seed in the in the West. Those two will play, and then the winner of that game is going to play the Jazz. And then with Phoenix, they're the second seed in the West. They are going to play the winner of the Lakers and the Warriors. And then in the East... Oh, wait, we uh, need to talk about our Warriors-Lakers predictions, man. This is important. Okay, yeah, we'll do that. We'll do we'll do all the predictions for the playing tournament after, but let me just... I hate this. you. Keep talking. <laughs> and then... Um, with the in the east it's the same thing philadelphia is the first seed so basically the winner of the 9 10 seed game and the loser of the 7 8 seed game they're going to play and then the winner of that game is going to play the sixers and then the winner of the 7 8 seed game is going to play the nets uh i think well actually we'll talk about that after but um but yeah let's do the lakers and warriors prediction so what do you predict predict the final right. score too you want me Not to predict the final score? This is about yeah. to be a whole Leech Report betting system right here. Yeah. Listen to this. Warriors, 129. Lakers, 124. What? Are you serious? Yeah, I'm being serious. This is... I thought you said the... What? But... What do you mean? Uh, okay. Why do you why do you say this? No, Lakers one twenty nine, Warriors one twenty four. Oh wait, what you said? Warriors one twenty nine. Oh, I messed up then. Okay, wait, you just like almost gave me a heart attack. What are you saying, bro? No, yeah, what uh, do you I, think? I think, but I do think that the Warriors are going to win the next series, though. Yeah, obviously. Uh, what about Memphis versus San Antonio? Uh, San Antonio. What really? Yep. Mm-hmm. Demar Derozan. I'm going to say the the Grizzlies. And then uh, we have an interesting matchup in the East. We have the Celtics and the Wizards. The Wizards have been playing amazing lately, especially because Russell Westbrook has been getting a triple-double like every game. And Bradley Beal's also been playing great, but he's also nursing an injury, so that might be a problem. But uh, what's your prediction for that game? Uh, honestly, I think I'm going to go I'm going to I'm going to go with the Wizards. Me too. I think with the Celtics, especially because Jalen Brown has had a season-ending injury, um, they've just been out of sorts this entire season. So I think the Wizards are going to win this game, and they will go on. Actually, the winner of that game, the Celtics and the Wizards, probably the Wizards, in my opinion. Uh, the winner of that game is going to play the Nets, so they're basically done for. Um, but can you imagine if the Wizards beat the Nets in a seven-game series? Like KD, that would, forms that would be this, crazy, bro. That would be crazy. And Russ KD beats him. Oh my! This, 
And especially because Russ, Russ is on the Wizards too. Like KD forms this entire super team just to beat Russ, and Russ beats him with the with the G League Wizards team, and Bradley Beal. But yeah, let's be real here. Let's be real here, and that's probably not gonna happen. But I think yeah. I mean I think the the Nets are gonna shred them. Like I think the Wizards could win one game, maybe. But yeah, on the other side of the bracket, we have the Pacers and the Hornets. This is also very interesting because LaMelo has been playing great lately. Maybe Rook of the Year, maybe Anthony Edwards, but that's another discussion. I think here's here's my sleeper pick, not Tyrese Halliburton. Obviously. What do you mean? Do you want to know who my pick is? Yeah. LeAngelo Ball. Didn't play a, a single minute. It's not a joke, man. He deserves it. Really? What did he do? Man, dude, he stole some, some Louis V glasses in China. That's impressive. But he got caught, so it's not impressive, actually. True. True. I don't know how one could get caught doing something like that, especially when you have his type of money, but... Alright, so my prediction for this matchup... I don't know, it's tough because, like... I want the Hornets to win because I, I like LaMelo, but I think the Pacers are going to win. Um, I don't think anyone on the Hornets can guard Sabonis. Wait, is is Brogdon going to be back for this game? I'm assuming so, right? Yeah, he is. Okay. So, Brogdon, Levert, uh, Sabonis, Turner is Turner playing? Cuz he I'm not him. sure. He I didn't it doesn't I looked at the the injury report. It still says it still says he's on the he, he's on the questionable. Okay. And then TJ Warren is not playing, right? No. He hasn't played in a while. Okay. Yeah. So, I think I think the Pacers are going to win that. But I want the Hornets to win. Uh, but the winner of how- that matchup is going to play the loser of Celtics and Wizards. And then they have to win wouldn't, again wouldn't it be, to bro, play wouldn't it, be, wouldn't it be so sad if Lamelo made the playoffs before Lonzo did? <laughs> before Lonzo. And on a worse <laughs> team, first- too. That would be, be sad. It's tough. So here's my question. Did the Clippers and the Nuggets tank their last game? And the, the Clippers tanked both their last games. Did they tank both games on purpose to avoid facing the Lakers in the playoffs? Yes. Yes, they did. And let me tell you why. Kawhi Leonard woke up sweating. He had a premonition. It was LeBron James dunking on him over and over again. To the point where he was crying on the sidelines and hitting the side of the backboard over and over again. And disappearing in fourth quarters. And then um, he told he told his coach, Doc, no, no, not Doc Rivers, Ty Lue, he was like, we can't face the Lakers. He was like, I know, Kawhi, I know. And then they had a team meeting and they decided that it's just best if we don't play the Lakers since we're very scared of them. And we're currently freaking out even thinking about it. So yes, they did tank the game against the Rockets, so they would get a lower seed. And the Thunder too; they lost against them. Uh, True. But yeah, I agree with you. Uh, I think the Lakers—they're uh, gonna be the if they win the finals this year, they'll be the first seven seed to ever do it. And even though Lakers are the seven seed, they still are the defending champs, and now they are fully healthy. Uh, they were second in the West or third—I'm not sure—but they were second or third in the West when all their players were healthy. Correct. Um, I think, yeah, they were second. 
they were second in the West when all their players were healthy. So once LeBron, once AD got injured, then they dropped like two or three seeds. Then once LeBron got injured, then they dropped all the way to seven. And uh, now that they're fully healthy, I think they can. I think they have a legitimate chance at um, winning the championship this year. But no, yeah. you want okay, you want so, you want you want to hear my, you want to hear my pick. Hold on, this is this. You're not gonna expect this for champion for the finals. Yeah. What's your pick? Milwaukee and Golden State. <laughs> oh man, that's funny. No, this is a legit thing. This is, but this is for real. Didn't you say that the Lakers would win the playing game? No, no, no. But the Warriors have a second chance, and they're gonna sweep Utah. Yeah, but how does how do the Lakers beat the the how beat the champs? Lakers beat the champs because the champs the champs weren't ready. They're still I see. they're on like right now the Lakers are playing on rookie mode. By the time they meet them again, they're gonna be on Hall of Fame. So you're saying the Warriors will beat Utah? The Lakers are the Warriors are letting the Lakers win because Steph Curry is a maniac. And he's not going to lose. Unless we're all wrong about him. And he's going to choke in the playoffs. But I'm doubting... Can you imagine if... Can you imagine if Thompson was playing right now? Oh, then this is... No, then then I'm at... Then like like a for real prediction, I actually think they would make the finals. If Clay was playing. Yeah. But the thing is, Steph's only playing the way he's playing because Clay isn't there. Really? You think so? You think he would be playing? I don't think I he mean, would have played like he wouldn't be. Pl- his numbers wouldn't be that high, but I think he would be still playing insane. No, I still think. No, no, I don't think he would be getting like fifty a game though. Yeah, not fifty a game. Yeah, which is what he's at right now. And he won the scoring title again, so. Yeah, he did. Good job, Steph. So you get a- let's let's talk a little bit about let's talk a little bit about the awards. Not all of them, but we'll just talk about MVP. Uh, we'll talk about all the other awards like in, in another episode since this episode is going to be pretty long already. So we don't want to fit that yeah. in. Okay, so um, Jokic was the obvious MVP about a week ago, I would say. About a week um, ago. Uh-huh. But I think people are now are, are, tr- are warming up to the fact that Steph Curry might actually be the MVP. Okay. And what do you now, think about this? I'm putting on my Stephen A. Smith glasses for this one. Okay. Steph Curry, 100%, deserves to be the MVP because of the way that the name is structured. So if we Google MVP, and I've changed my mind on this about every single week. So if any people go back and look at previous episodes where I talk about this, I was wrong then, and I might be wrong two weeks from now. <laughs> I changed I change my opinion on this a lot. MVP stands for Most Valuable Player. MVP is an abbreviation of the, for the Most Valuable Player. In sports, players are often awarded with the MVP for exemplary performance on and off the court contributions to their teams during a season. I don't think one person fits that description more than Steph Curry. But, like, they are Kyle the Lowry, but... <laughs> exactly. The way that... The NBA has structured their MVPs about 99% of the time, excluding Russell Westbrook, has been that your team has to have a relatively high seed and usually the number one seed for you to be MVP. Correct? Correct. But I think we should change this. 
I think the Dominique Wilkins, the Russell Westbrooks, the Stephen Currys, the 07 LeBron Jameses of the world deserve more credit. Because it's tough in the Western Conference. Especially when your second best player is Jordan Poole. And the fact that he has carried this god-awful squad into a, even a, a close position to a playoff spot is impressive. And if Steph Curry was not on this team, the Golden State Warriors would win maybe five or six games. They would be the worst team in NBA history. Kelly Oubre Jr. <laughs> went from being everybody's sweetheart to complete and total Kyle Lowry cheeks on the Warriors. Draymond Green forgets to play basketball twice a week. Jordan Poole has collectively scored 40 points over the season. He had a 38-point game, and then for the rest of the season, he's only scored two points. Klay Thompson has been reduced to a sideline reporter, and Steve Kerr named his son Nick. <laughs> yeah, you saw that. <laughs> and... I think Steph Curry deserves the MVP. And I think if he doesn't get the MVP, we should protest. Because these are the real issues. These are the things we have to fight for. Look, I appreciate your uh, your concern with Steph Curry. But I don't care how good you're playing. If your team is on the brink of the playoffs, there, the I eighth not, seed, are I, you, saying you are if not that MVP. This team was in the Eastern Conference, I think they would be at least the fourth seed. What? No, wait, can you like actually look at the their record and see where they would be in the East? Not like say, I think. No, but the, the, see, you can't say that though, because the schedules are different. They don't. Yeah, that means they like, would be even higher than they would if like like see. Okay, it would be even higher right in now, the Eastern Conference because the competition is weaker. Yeah, exactly. So they would be so that's why 39 and 33. Uh, so that means they would be 39 and 33. They would be the they would be the seventh seed. Okay. They would still be in the plan. But now think about this. If Golden State played teams like Charlotte and Indiana more often, instead of Phoenix and the Clippers. Would don't you think they would win more games? I see your point, but my point is right. I don't it's know, not man. wrong. I still, I think it should I don't. Be Jokic. I don't think. I don't think he's gonna win MVP. And I think Jokic was really, really. I think he was the MVP until last week, and then Steph Curry came over to my house, gave me a hug, put me to tucked me into bed, gave me a kiss. Oh, is Santa, he, I'm gonna go get MVP. Bro, I think I figured it out. He is he holding a gun to your head right now as you're saying all yes, this. Yes, yes, he is. The entire okay. Warrior squad is currently uh currently has me hostage. Okay. Uh that explains it. Okay. Yeah. Um let's not make let's not let's try and not make them mad. Uh yeah. wait, can he hear can yeah, the, it, like no, can no. the whole team they it, can hear they me? can't they can hear you, yeah. yeah. Curry's MVP for sure. I hundred percent agree with you. They they gave me the thumbs up with the with the with the gun. Cool, cool, yeah. cool, cool. Okay, that's good. Yeah, so I think he should definitely be MVP, and I think the Warriors are going to win the the title this year too. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's all correct. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's just move on from that topic. Um, yeah, I don't agree. For your I think, safety. I think the Warriors. I think the Warriors are the best. Yeah. Uh huh. 
Yeah. See, see for your safety. Let's just move. Okay. So there's there have been some news that have uh, been leaked of of the Sacramento Kings wanting to keep Luke Walton instead of fire him, and many Sacramento Kings fans are are very annoyed by this decision. Uh, the Kings have not been to, made the playoffs in 15 years. About about to be 16 because they they're not going to fire him. So that's another year in the waste. And many many Kings fans are trying to decide whether they should jump on the bandwagon and leave their team. Because if I was an if I was a Kings fan right now, I would be beyond frustrated with with the organization. The only good thing about the Kings is their social media account. That's you, literally everything. And their announcers. Yeah. And Tyrese Oh, wait. No, never Halliburton. mind. He's... Oh, yeah. And Darren Fox, like, two years ago. And also Marvin Bagley, because I got a picture with him once, so I, I like him. All right. All right. Oh, now, are you ready? But I'm that's about it. To, I'm, I'm Luke Walton's... I'm about to end Luke Walton's career. Okay. Go. Okay. So, these are the reasons why Luke Walton is the worst human being that's ever existed. So first, we're going to talk about Luke Walton's sorry NBA career. So Luke Walton, you, you, you want to take a guess at what Luke Walton's career stats are? 35 points, 12 rebounds, 15 assists well, for his career. With an, well, with a nickname like Little Wheaties, you would expect that. <laughs> but no, his career averages are maybe some of the worst I've ever seen. Four points, two rebounds, two assists shooting 43% from the field and 30% from three, going to the University of San Diego and whose father is one of the greatest NBA centers of all time. Now let's look at Luke Walton's best year. Now I have nothing against Luke Walton. That's not true, but I have nothing against Luke Walton, but his best NBA season is what a rookie for your local AAU team puts up against the Asian kids with buzz cuts. He averaged 11 points on 41% shooting and 0% from three on one attempt per game. And now let's go on to Luke Walton's coaching career, where I direct myself to a Reddit post. Why is Luke Walton an NBA head coach? Luke Walton sucks. He is a terrible head coach who can never get his team into the playoffs. In his entire head coaching career, he has 129 wins to 189 losses, which is not very good. For some reason, beyond explanation, Luke Walton is the head coach of Kings instead of much better candidates like Mike D. Antoni. That's how it's spelled. Wait, My question is... Isn't he like a Nets assistant coach now? He's a... Yeah, I think so. Yeah. He's like an offensive coordinator. No, that's football. Offensive. I mean, football. Yeah, he's an offensive, uh, offensive specialist head coach. Yeah. But here we go. And this is this was posted on r backslash Taylor Horton Tucker, by the way. My questions is why do you think NBA teams such as Lakers and Kings choose sucky head coach Luke Walton when he is proven to be terrible head coach? The Kings hiring baffles him me the most as they got to see his terrible job with the Lakers then picked him up and this is a hundred percent outvoted 
because Luke Walton is a sucky NBA coach. So what he did to the Sacramento Kings is there was a young team. They were solid. They almost made into the playoffs. And then Luke Walton joined the team. And not only did he make that team so much worse that they weren't even close to the playoffs, he also made all the players hate themselves to the point where Marvin Bagley's dad, his dad tweeted out, get Marvin Bagley out of Sacramento. That's how much Luke Walton saw. But didn't didn't Luke Walton, like when he was taking over for Steve Kerr and the Warriors, didn't he go like 27 out of 28? He won like 27 out of 28 games. When you have Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, and a really good dream on green on your team that already won 40 games, I don't think it would have been that hard. No, it was like in the beginning of the season. Well, yeah, because Steve Kerr had back injury. I mean, like last season, they just won a championship. And they already had an implemented system. Yeah, I don't understand what the Kings are doing. I think they just wanted to miss... I, I just think... I, I think they want to, like, set the record for, like, most years without um, getting into the playoffs. I think they sh- they just want to get to 20 and well, they'll, they'll make it. Well, you know... Because, like, they want to keep that record for a long time. Chris Webber is getting released from TNT. So maybe you guys could go back and pick him up again. <laughs> Imagine. He would be by far the best player on your team right now. Yeah, he would. No offense, Tyrese, but you kind of haven't been so great for the past two weeks. So, uh, Russell Westbrook um, finished off the season with averaging a triple-double, first of all, which is no no easy feat. And also, he broke the record for most triple-doubles in a career. Sur- surpassing the Oscar Robertson. Oscar Robertson. 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 It's just unbelievable. Unbelievable what he's been doing this season. He's been playing on a on a bad team. He's been getting tossed around the, the league. He, he he keeps his head up, you know? He stays positive. He ha- still hasn't won a ring, but he's, he's still hungry. You know, he doesn't just quit. He, again, has another great season. But people overlook him. People hate on him. And I don't understand it. We are witnessing greatness right now, and people don't want to accept it. All right, so now we're going to do a segment where basically we, we look at our projected standings that we did in episode 18, which was like a while back. It was when the season just started, and we're going to look at those projected standings and compare them to the standings right now. Um, and we'll, for every team that we got right, like we put in the right place, we're going to get a point. And then whoever has the most points as an, at the end wins this segment, basically. Um, we don't get a big trophy. So let's, let's just look at the West first. Yeah, we got a tr- the winner gets the trophy. An imaginary Dope. trophy. Oh, even better. Only trophies I ever had because my team never won. Oh. Yeah. All right, so yeah, we'll just start with with the West. So for the first seed, I put the Lakers. No bias there, by the way. I yeah. just like thought they would be good, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, what do who'd you put for number one? Number one, I had the Clippers. Ooh, wait, you did? I thought you put them like super low. No, I had I, I said they were super low as a joke. I have my Clippers at number one here. Oh, okay. Well, um. Uh, Okay, we both got that wrong. For number two, I put the Clippers. Who'd you put? Okay, the Lakers. 
we just switched it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so we got that wrong. All right, number three, I put the Mavericks. Number three, I had the Jazz. That's pretty close, actually. Yeah. Kind of. Not really, but... Um, In reality, the Mavericks are the s- fifth seed, mm-hmm. and the Jazz are the first seed for him. Um, so far, 0-0. Zero, zero. All right. Number four, I put the Nuggets. Oh, I was so close with that, bro. I was one seed that's, off. Yeah, that's solid. What about you? My fourth seed says either Nets or Raptors. So there's got to be something wrong here. Wait, for the West? Yeah. So either um, the Nets or the Raptors. I'll just get that one for you. For the fourth seed, yeah. Mm-hmm. In the West, yeah. Makes sense. Um, yeah, I totally get it. I understand where fifth- I was coming from. Okay, this is really bad, but uh, for the fifth seed, I put the Rockets. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I have no. the Rockets at the seventh seed. Um, for the fifth seed, I have, the, I have the Blazers, which wasn't super off, but... Yeah, that's pretty good. One seed off. For the sixth seed, I had the Jazz. That's really sixth bad. Seed, I have Mavericks. I really thought the Jazz would be bad. Yeah, I remember then, we talked about this. You talked about how the Jazz were just not going to be good. Like we keep getting like one one seed off. Like we're both like yeah. so close, but so far we still have zero points for the seventh seed. I put the Suns. Wow. Okay. Oh, that's seventh seed. I have the Rockets. This just shows you that like predictions before this season literally mean nothing. Like you know all those articles about oh i'm predicting the record for the, like it it means nothing like at all like you it's so hard to predict that. i know but um like you know how they do like before the season they do power rankings yeah like like they were they do i don't those understand that were like, not they very accurate looking single, back yeah no team has won a single game they're doing power rankings i guess it's like based off their off season, last season yeah still for the eighth seed, I put the Blazers. Kind eighth of, seed, but not I have the Warriors. Close. Oh, so you got a point for that. Well, actually, we don't technically know who the eighth seed is yet, but I'll just... Oh, my. Give me the point. <laughs> Fine, I'll give you the point. All right. So it's 1-0, Moody. Um, I think our East, five, our East standings were pretty similar besides the Hawks, if I can remember. Oh, yeah, I put the Hawks in there. Okay, for the for number one, I put the Bucks. Number one, I had the Bucks is, as well. Yeah, not. A, I mean, they were. I mean, they, they, three, they had so a good not, season. Like they weren't too yeah, far off not. from it. I think. I think if there was another ten games, then I think they would have had the first seed. Um, and then for my second seed, I put the Heat. I also put the Heat because you know they just come back from the finals. Yeah, but they're the sixth seed, which is still not that bad. But yeah, and they had a strong end of the season run. Uh, number three, oof, man, I put the Celtics for that. I put the Nets. I really thought the Celtics would do good, but, mm. um, yeah, that they, did they not were happen. really disappointing. I mean, they're, they're in the playoffs. They're playing the mm. Nets in the first round, which actually is a pretty interesting matchup, but I don't think they could pull it off, especially mm. without Jalen Brown. For number four, I put the Raptors. Wow. Dang. That's... <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's so interesting. Looking back, I have the Celtics at four. Yeah, and uh, the Raptors are twelfth, and the Celtics are seventh. So for the fifth seed, I put the Nets. You put the Nets at the fifth seed? Yeah, no, they still have Kyrie. They had a- K- KD. Yeah, I know, but I just like. 
Oh I don't my god, Ennis. That's sacrilegious. I didn't like the Nets. <laughs> <laughs> I think I, I was the, being a little biased there. I have the Raptors at fifth. Sixth, I put the Pacers. Not bad, not bad. What do you, who'd you have? I have the Pacers. Oh, Wait, you have the Pacers. Yeah, I have the Pacers. Okay. I'm looking to, yeah. Um, And then for the seventh seed, I put the Hawks. You, I mean, you did a lot. They did better than, than you thought they would. Yeah, they did better than I thought. Wow. I was actually debating whether... I remember I was debating whether putting them, like, actually in the playoffs. Yeah. But I put them number seven. <laughs> the seventh I think because I of their... Um, because of their offseason, I think just based on that, I put them pretty high. Yeah. But who'd you, who'd you put for number seven? <laughs> I have the magic. Oh, my God. This is really not. This bro. is not looking so great. The magic. Why do you think the magic would would make it? Because they they looked good the season before. But they they lost in the first round. Yeah, but they made the playoffs. In the East. <laughs> They're still in the East. And then for for the eighth seed, I actually put the Hornets. Really? Yeah, which isn't a bad pick. But um. They, they got eliminated from the playing tournament, so... They did. And I quote Miles Bridges, we played, they played like they were going to make the playoffs, and we didn't. I don't want to talk about this. Oh, no. <laughs> you probably put, like, Bulls. the Cavs. Oh, you put the Bulls? Yeah. You know, the Bulls actually, on paper, their roster looks pretty good. Pretty solid. They look solid. Like, like they look like yeah, a respectable like, team. I think I think if they had Vucevic from like the beginning of the season, they would do much better. Yeah. But like Levine, Vucevic, Kobe White, Patrick Williams, Lloyd Markin, and like that's that's a solid. Patrick Williams is like a hooper man. Like he's a hooper hooper. Yeah, he's pretty good. But yeah, I I think the Bulls. I think I think next season they're gonna do much better. I agree with that sentiment. Um. Okay. So final. Wait. Did you get any points in the East? No, I have one in the West. And that's it. Okay, so you won one zero. Wow, that's that's disappointing. This is okay. this is, we're we're real basketball analysts. Yeah, we are. This just shows our our uh, our amazing knowledge that we have on this game. We just our knowledge of the game is just simply impeccable. I bet you. Okay, wait, hold on. If I look up um like Stephen A. Smith's list. Yeah, like um I, I'm just gonna do Bleacher Report since they're trash. Bleacher Report, NBA. 2020 um preseason predictions team by team record prediction okay let's see okay wait they did the same thing as us for the east they put um number one they put the bucks then the sixers the nets the heat the celtics raptors pacers and hawks okay yeah see that's pretty similar am i right that's no. Kind of. They're just as dumb as us. Except they put the Hornets pretty low and the Knicks. Oh. Oh yeah. Wait. I didn't even. Everyone forgot I had, about the Knicks. I had the Knicks at fifteenth. <laughs> yeah. They they did too. They had him uh, last. I just I was not expecting this. Yeah. And then for the West, they put. Oh my God. They put the Nuggets first. Clippers. What? Lakers. Blazers. Rockets. Jazz That's at a, six. Okay, this is a whack. Mavericks. And then they also put the Warriors at number eight, like you did. Okay. Uh, but yeah, okay. This just shows that we are actually 
not as bad as this list seems like i know our predictions were very bad but yeah. bleacher report was not also very bad. bad so does that, that mean should be, that should be the motto of our report? i think yeah. the motto was that we are better than bleacher report i'm an expert i run i run a basketball podcast that's, that's our first slogan and then our second slogan is we make better predictions than bleacher report yeah and that would that wouldn't that would just that wouldn't even be a lie yeah that'd just be accurate that's not even that impressive either so i don't think people are I gonna know. like that hold on I, I just need to add a, a quick segment in about um our our weekly uh, lebron haters on bleacher report oh yes let's just look at the comments right, let's... are I, I okay here's my predictions my predictions is two la mickeys and <laughs> two la mickeys and one comment about um his hair Bro, you know what gets me like you know what makes me laugh a lot when they when they do like the um the thing where like they add a word to L E, they're like le le, le Mickey or like they they add it to like le, every le single clown. Word. So yeah. funny. <laughs> okay, so like Dude, this like, this first to, article. Alright, you go and then I, then, then I'm gonna I'm gonna am gonna see I'm gonna tell you something I saw on his on his Twitter. Okay. Um okay, so the first article is uh, LeBron LeBron says he's happy to be part of Kobe's legacy. Comments. First one. How is Le Confused part of Kobe's legacy? <laughs> <laughs> the next one is LOL. Of course LeBron would find a way to make it about him. And then and then the reply is like, or he's just happy to be a part of Kobe's legacy? Not exactly sure. The people on Bleacher Report aren't exactly mentally there. This dude has to make everything about himself. LeBron's only legacy is that he is the biggest winner of all time. He should never be mentioned in the same breath with MJ, Magic, Bird, and Kobe ever again. He is not worthy. SMH, this guy really has no shame. Self-proclaimed king, self-proclaimed Kobe legacy, self-proclaimed Lakers great. He didn't even finish his first season with the Lakers and call himself a Lakers great. He has no character. Let insecure. Let yeah, insecure. This is, this is all this is all from him saying he's happy to be a part of Kobe's legacy. Just just keep that in mind for a second. Kobe's legacy? LOL, this guy acts like he helped Kobe win all the chips or the remarkable stuff Kobe did. LeBron has nothing to do with Kobe's legacy. His ego always injects himself into everything. Man, this is just awful. Okay, and then the next article is how LeBron's injury impacts the Lakers. First comment. Oh boy. I heard it's actually his sore Twitter fingers that's the real injury. Also, his bruised ego isn't feeling too good, but I'm sure he'll try to come back soon trying to appear like Lazarus on the third day. Who cares? They're creative. His tweets are hurting the Lakers. He's a bum anyway. LeBron the goat of flopping. Who cares? So soft. Nobody cares. Who cares? Queen Jane. Crybaby. LeBron is a fraud. Jordan is the goat. He's a crybaby. Oh my. Oh yeah, this is, this is the best article. Oh my god. <laughs> Okay, this is so funny. This is like literally the best article. I really don't understand this article. Okay. So basically, this was on Mother's Day. It says, LeBron shouts out. LeBron shout out to all the loving, powerful, and strong women on Mother's Day. Dude is a clown. He's a clown. Fakest ever by far. 
Bro, I think they deleted like all the negative comments. Oh yeah, they started doing that. All the negative or like racist comments, they'll start to delete them. Yeah, no, but they weren't even racist. Like they, it was just like hating on LeBron just, for saying just like Happy Mother's Day. Yeah, but there's still some. But there's so many of them saying like, Oh my God, this guy's a clown. All for him saying uh, shouts, a shout out to all the loving, powerful, and strong women. And that's all for uh, LeBron haters on Breacher Report. You wanted to add something? I did. So I saw LeBron's most recent... Can you hear my computer like breathing really heavily, by the way? No. Okay, good. So his, his tweet was him praising himself for being a pass-first guy or something. Oh, um, yeah. And the, the first one was... You just lost to La Salsa. <laughs> <laughs> and it's him dancing with these elderly Mexican women. <laughs> oh my god. And then the next one was La Rigged is 3 6 and 1 in the finals. La Brick got saved by Allen and Kyrie. La China got carried by AD. La Bum got <laughs> swept in the finals. La Choke faced the easiest path ever. La Fraud faced an injured Blazers team. Is LeChoke a goat? Nope, not even top five. <laughs> oh my god. Bro, like, I, I love how they bring in all this, like, saying, like, they they say the most random things. Like, if LeBron says something, like, like so, like, so much different from what they're saying, like, he says, like, Happy Mother's Day, and they're like, he's not the goat, MJ's the goat. Like, when, <laughs> what do you, how does this relate to saying Happy Mother's Day? Like, it's just... And then there's up like his finals record and it's like some people have like have come to his defense and this guy, Mickey Jorvrod, <laughs> <laughs> said Kevin oh, Hart man. three point contest thirteen points, Jorbum three point contest five points. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. One guy just tweeted a picture of Steph, and he said he doesn't care. Steph is better. CL on Wednesday night. It's over. Carry on. <laughs> Oh, like man. he was, he was so mean. Then he just said, "Carry on." He was like, "You guys go on with your day after this." <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening to another episode on Hoop Talk. If you guys enjoyed this episode, please be sure to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. And if you also could follow our social media, it's at Hoop Talk Podcast. Uh, that's where you could see when we release our episodes. So we'll just give you guys an update when we do that. And stay tuned for our next episode. Peace.